Hi, this is Rob Michaels. I am your host today for Season 3, Episode 2 of Guns and Hoses, A Journey of Faith. It's an opportunity for us to get together and share Scripture, see what God might have to say for us in today's times. It's especially targeted toward public safety and medical professionals, but it's for anybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage that I'm going to call, Do Not Fear, I Called You By Name, You Are Mine. You know, one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge Him in all of your ways, and He will make your path straight. You see, that tells us that when we commit ourselves to God, when we put our hands, our heart in His hands, He is there for us. He'll direct our steps. We're going to go a step further in another wonderful passage. It's in Isaiah chapter 43. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. My friends, it doesn't get any better than that. That's the heart of what we read in Romans. What shall separate us from the love of God? Nothing. Isaiah tells us that those who are the Lord's, like Jacob, like Israel. He said, don't fear. Now, we are living in tumultuous times. There is a lot to be afraid of for people who are not of faith. We hear of skyrocketing inflation. We see store shelves empty. We hear manufacturing is slowed down. We're told that Christmas might not happen with gifts, but the real gift is Jesus Christ. And the real gift that you can give your family is you, your heart. But friends, with all of the words of fear, with all of the thoughts of anger and violence and frustration that you hear on the news every night, God has a different answer. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. God himself redeemed us. We're told that he knew us in our mother's womb. He knows every hair on our head. Every year I've got fewer of those. But the point is, God knows us intrinsically, deeply, intimately, personally. And he says, I have 
redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When it says you that he has summoned us by name, my friends, that means God chose us. He looked and said, you are mine. I am calling you. You know, I never in my life was walking down the street and decided one day, you know what I need? I need, I need me some Jesus. I need to get hooked up with Jesus and you know, get myself going to heaven. That never happened. What did happen is I started answering, asking questions. I started feeling that pull. Is there something? And if there is, what? That was the Holy Spirit of God moving in my heart to move toward Jesus. It's all Him. We are saved by faith, and that not of our own, but faith that God gives us through grace. He gives us the faith to turn to Him, to respond to His call. But it starts with God, and it ends with God. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. You know, what greater possession than to be the possession of the creator of the universe? I'm 71 years old. I'm an old guy. And you know what? It's good to know that God possesses me. That he knows me. He loves me. He cherishes me. And I can talk to him at any time. I can pour my heart out to him and he will listen. So can you. If you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he is there for you every day, every hour, every minute. Verse 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. You know, going camping and going to the beach, I remember going down to the beach and we'd wander out into the waves and a big breaker would come and knock us down and push us back into the into the shore. I enjoyed surfing, though uh, I wasn't uh, quite skilled at it. I, I held my own, but uh, I enjoyed paddling out and you go to paddle out and you'd hit that wave that was breaking right on top of you and you'd go up on top of it and sometimes you would flip back over. Sometimes you would make it through the wave and get to the other side where you could then paddle out and get out there before the wave starts breaking so you could catch a ride. You see, Isaiah says, when you pass through the water, God will be with you. He will cut right through that breaker wave and you'll get through to the other side. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. It brings to mind the Israelites. Remember when they fled Egypt and Moses led them right up to the edge of the Red Sea and they started grumbling. What, what have you done to us? Pharaoh's army is just behind us. We can see them. They're coming after us. They're going to kill us. Why did you do this to us? But God had a plan. He told Moses, stretch out your rod, Moses, and he did. 
and that Red Sea parted. It opened up. They didn't go through the water. They walked through on dry land. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. My friends, when the Israelites passed through that water and they got to the other side and Moses held out his rod one more time, Pharaoh and his men were chasing through that dry riverbed with walls of river on either side. Pharaoh stood on the opposing shore watching his men go through and in his mind to capture the Israelites until Moses held out that rod and those, that river collapsed and crushed those who were beneath. He delivered them from Pharaoh's army. They passed through the river and they were not swept over. God delivered them. And you know, he's in the business of doing the same for us. He delivers us. He sets us free. You know, it goes on to say, when you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Who can not think of Daniel and his friends in the fiery furnace? In there, Shad well, it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they're in the fiery furnace. But when they looked in, there were four people in there with them. Four, not three, four. Because Jesus stood in those flames with those three men and protected them. They were in the fire and they were not burned. The flames did not set them ablaze. My friends, these are but two illustrations. Whatever we go through in life, good, bad, or indifferent, God is there with us. No matter how trying the times are, how bad the news is, how weary we feel, how much we want to give up, stay strong. He will be with you in the flames, in the raging rivers. He will be there with you in the most trying of times, in the midst of heartache. What I want you to understand is that today's society would tell you, you're in it for yourself. It's all about you. Too often now we have churches, pastors, that don't teach the truth. They teach a feel-good gospel. They just want you to be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. The old Bobby McFerrin song. But that's not the gospel. You know, in Romans 8, it says, If you wish to be a joint heir with Christ... Because we're told in Romans 8, we are his brother. God is our father, our Abba Father. But if we wish to share in his glory, 
8.17 says we must be willing to share in his sufferings. That means that there are going to be hard times. That means we will face challenges. It means clearly that when we face those challenges, we need not run and flee. Isaiah tells us, Proverbs tells us, trust the Lord with all your heart. Isaiah says, when you go through the water and the fire, he is there with you. Verse 3 says, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. The one who walks alongside us is the creator of the universe, the savior of our souls. It is he alone, he alone, that provides salvation. He alone that sent his only son to die on the cross, rise from the grave, and pay the penalty for our sin. We are bought and paid for. We are redeemed. And the price of our redemption was Jesus Christ. And he did it willingly. It says, For God so loves the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. But the next verse is equally important. For God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now, I've jumped around and gotten scriptures from Romans and John and uh, Isaiah, but you know, that's because scripture has one continuous theme. It's a love story. It's the story of how God created God planned redemption. God sent his son to provide salvation. That was his plan in the very beginning. It wasn't a second plan. That was his plan all along. Because Jesus and the Spirit were with God in the creation. When it all began, they were there. Together they created everything that is. And from the beginning, God knew us in our mother's womb. He knew what we would face. And he had Isaiah tell us, when you're struggling, when you're going through hard times, I'll be with you. You're not going to be burned. My friends, you might be thinking, and you may be tired of hearing this if you're one of the few that listens regularly, but you can never be so bad you don't need Jesus, You can that you can't receive Jesus. You can never be so good you don't need Jesus. The truth is, the foot of the cross is the only place that the good and the bad become the forgiven. Those who have 
committed horrendous sins can be saved if they call out to Jesus Christ and ask for forgiveness. It doesn't matter what you have done. And those that are in church every Sunday that you see that pass the offering plate and serve communion and take care of the nursery, if they have not surrendered their heart to Christ, they're in no better shape than you are if you don't know Christ. Because there is no good or bad if you don't know Jesus. It's just lost. So I'm, I'm calling out to you today. Call out to Jesus. Ask Him to save you. Surrender to His will. And He will bring you into our family. God bless you. If I don't talk to you before, have a happy Thanksgiving. It's coming up soon, next week. Be blessed, my friends.